Welcome to the 1L2N podcast. I am Amy and I am joined by some super healthy, totally normal people today. Missy? I don't have dozens of flea bites. Mike? Not dying here. Tommy? <coughs> and our healthiest of guests, Liam? There's a flea in my ass. <laughs> we are a family of creatives. <laughs> going through the story writing process and we're bringing you along for the ride hello everyone what you guys don't know is that it has been like a month since we all recorded so today's episode is going to be a little bit of a catch-up we're just gonna <laughs> see how everyone's bad. doing see what everyone's going on and what's going on and going on you know <laughs> starting on I great i nailed that one <laughs> how are we podcast again i'll remember that also brings me to uh, another side point is we are not going to do the creative prompts until the 1st of July so that we have a little bit more time because we just had a lot of craziness going on. So for those listening, you also have till the 1st of July or the first weekend in July to get them done. But I don't know if the episode's going to be out by then. So who knows? Either way, just a friendly heads up. Yeah. Get it done before the episode even comes out. Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if we release this episode like a year from now, then... No, no, no. I'll have them edited by then. Don't you worry. We're going to release it nine months from now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Got it right. That's all right. Our current topical podcast released six <laughs> to eight months after we recorded it. <laughs> Guys, How? did you hear about Dune? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I just watched it. It just came out in theaters. So good. So how is everyone doing today? This week, this past month, how are you? How are we? What's up? What a month! It's been a roller coaster of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, would you like to explain? Uh, so I went on my honeymoon finally, so that was cool. Yay! Got a bunch of dumb stories from that. Then we flew out, we saw everybody in person, which was great. We did a wedding ceremony about a year after we got married, actually, but we did it for the family. And I woke up on the wedding ceremony day feeling like crap and took a COVID test and tested positive. And then I gave my wedding gift to Tommy and <laughs> thank you and my wife and my mother. So, <laughs> um, so it's just been very fun. And we, we did take all the precautions when we were flying yeah. In uh, like all the major cities, as soon as we got out here, we're like, all right, we're in the clear. Perfect. But up until then, we, you know, we wore a mask in the woods when we went to uh, Sequoia National Park because there was people around, that sort of thing. And I still got it. So my advice to everybody is don't get it. Uh, <laughs> even being fully vaccinated, I don't recommend having it. It sucks. It's been a solid um, three weeks now of, or it's two weeks. It's just over two weeks. But two weeks of like coughing, hacking, not being able to breathe, feeling like crap, low energy. So yeah, avoid COVID. That is the advice of this podcast. Yeah. Wash your hands, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the additive, yeah. Tommy. We really <laughs> no problem. Please say it one no. more time for me. Wash your hands. Oh, okay. And then wait. <laughs> there you go. We'll laugh afterwards. <laughs> I'm probably the unhealthiest person in this group, and I haven't gotten my boosters yet, but I'm like crazy psycho about wearing the mask, and I panicked 
when Mike tested positive because I had let my guard down and took off my mask during a car ride with him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, crap. I I was, like, seriously having heart palpitations. I was so scared. And then Tommy gets it, and Liam had been, like, sleeping in the room right next to him. Sharing a water bottle with him. Yeah, exactly. And then I shared Liam's water at the airport because we're walking through security line with a, like, gallon jug of water. And then we realized, oh, crap, we need to drink this, like, right now. But no, we didn't get it. Thank God. Didn't get it. So I don't know how, but... Well, I mean, there was a eighteen people at the uh, little wedding we had, and out of that, only four people got sick. And I pretty much hugged everybody before I knew that I was sick. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. well, a few people used- had already had it. Yeah, which I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it, in theory, it should mean your body's already been exposed, so it has a better chance of fighting whatever you know particles do wind up in you. I believe out of everybody there, there were four people that already had it. So, mm-hmm. or no, five, including Amy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, although I will say, I had, I did not have it as bad as you guys. Yeah, you had a much milder. Yeah, I had a much more milder case. So I was really surprised that you guys are are still not feeling well. I mean, I guess everyone's COVID experience is different, except for the fact that you feel like crap. <laughs> but isn't that like every time you get sick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true for the most part. COVID hasn't been so bad. It's just the lingering effects. Like every time I've yeah. gone to work the next day, I feel like garbage. Like mm-hmm. I have to like I have to have a recoup day. So like I, I've purposely not been working out because it's just going to take my body longer to recover if I keep pushing my body. So it's like I want it to end so I can get back to a normal schedule. Yeah. <laughs> but it just doesn't end. It's like, oh, coughing fit in the morning. And I'm like, damn you, COVID. Which I will say is a pretty intense thing because Tommy, since the beginning of the year, has worked out every single day, not missing a workout when he was on vacation or anything. He was, He's always been working out every day. So for him to not have worked out for the last like two and a half weeks... I'm sure That's you're kind of dying inside. Yeah, it feels really weird. <laughs> I don't really do it as much for the physical attributes as I do for the mental attributes. It just helps orphans. me so much be like motivated mm-hmm. and like, all right, I have this energy. Let's go do this. So not working out and having COVID, my brain's like, oh, I'm so sleepy all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's okay. It is what it is. Yeah, it's one of those like I, I felt really terrible the day of the wedding. And that was by far the worst day. And after that, it started to get better slowly. But it's just in this lingering phase now where mm. it's that, uh, you know, phlegm in your lungs and coughing randomly and just having no energy. Yeah. So, not fun. Not very fun. But we did all get to see each other briefly. So that was fine. It was we first time did. in two years for most <laughs> of us. And then for Amy and Missy and I, I think it was the, well, for most of us being me and everybody. Yeah. Then I think it was Amy, Missy, and Liam. I hadn't seen you guys for two and a half or three years or something. Yeah, I hadn't seen on. you since Tommy's graduation. I think the same with Amy. Yeah, okay, that yeah. was three years then, about. And yeah. Liam, at, Liam, you had seen Mike since, though, because of going down over the summer, right? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Because originally, before Mike went out to Idaho, we were going to come visit. And that was in 2020. So. Yeah, that's when COVID happened. Dad didn't work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say it was really awesome getting to see everybody and just hanging out yes. and 
feeling the chaotic sibling energy that we all have and mm. contribute, but like in person, which is really nice. But yeah, it was also really, really fun. It was also really awesome to have that chaotic sibling energy with Aaron as a part of that chaotic sibling energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that she's awesome. So great. I mean, she just fits in so perfectly with her quirky little family. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Which yep. she even pointed out. She goes, you know, my sister and I were like, oh, we love you. You want to go shopping? Let's hang out. And she's like, you guys are like, I hate you. You're stupid. Let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a game and destroy each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Aaron was like, I wanted to hang out with everybody, but everybody was just always inside for some reason. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's kind of what they did. <laughs> they, they, they hung out inside and, you know, Aaron's family, some of those family members are smokers. So they were outside quite a bit. So I was trying to jump back and forth being sick and like mm-hmm. get people to go together. But I know there was that big puzzle y'all wanted to do. And there was oh, YouTube yeah, the that needed to be watched or something, you know, important stuff. So I really um, wanted to spend more time with the family especially getting to know Aaron's side of the family more and unfortunately the weekend that you guys picked did not line up with work so i got stuck having to work pretty much the entire time which i was so bummed about but i was glad to at least be in a room with people like visiting with them even if i wasn't necessarily spending fully focused time with them so it was kind of disappointing but at the same time i'd rather be working in the room with them than to not have gone at all it's true well so we started off our honeymoon on a very long journey it was i'm glad that we did it the way we did because originally we were gonna fly out we're gonna drive down to vegas fly out of vegas and go to north carolina see everybody and then fly back and go do all our backpacking and camping and stuff like that but if we flew back with covid obviously we wouldn't have done any of that And we decided for timing reasons and stuff, we were just going to do the honeymoon part before the ceremony. So we started in Oregon and went down the coast and spent some time around Eugene, which we both really liked. And then uh, we went down through the Northern California coast and we did a bunch of hiking in the uh, Redwoods, which was gorgeous. I highly recommend it for just doing some hiking is the Prairie Creek Redwood State Park. That was away from houses. It was gorgeous. It's basically Star Wars, the Ewoks, you know, Endor in general. So very, very pretty area. We really liked hiking through that and actually wish we spent more time there. We also went to Sequoia, which was pretty, but I definitely, if I was going to go back, I would have gone to the Redwoods again as opposed to Sequoia. And I thought personally it would be the exact opposite. I thought Sequoia was going to be Hmm. the one I was like, yeah. But we get there and it's just, yeah, it was okay. And I know that they just recently had a bunch of fires there between Sequoia National Park and Kings Canyon and stuff like that. And it did kind of change the landscape quite a bit. But yeah, we went down the coast, we cut over, we did a bunch of backpacking, and we decided we were going to do what's called the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir, which is in Yosemite. And it's the water supply for San Francisco. And oh. it's like 150 miles east of San Francisco. And they don't use any pumps to get the water. So it's all like a natural system. Really cool. Great dam there. Gorgeous area. Aaron and I had not been on an overnight backpacking in a long time. And we were really excited for it. And we got about five miles in. And we went to fill up our water and realized that both of our water filters were broken. And Oh, no. Yeah, it was, it was at the point of like, well, what do we do? Because if we hike back now, we got there really late because we had to drive all day. And we're like, if we hike back now, are we going to be able to 
get to the car in time? Is it going to be too dark? You can't camp around the dam there. We didn't have any water. We had water left over in the car. And then we just decided, you know what? We're only like a mile and a half to the campsite. So what we'll do is we'll just drink the remaining water we have, hike up there with like dirty water and bags, see if there's somebody around the campsite that would have a water filter for us to use. If they don't, we'll just boil some water and wait and drink tea and stuff. So that's what we did. We met this uh, pretty awesome lady. I cannot remember her name, but she helped us out like instantaneously. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Here's our water. I think her name was Emily. And uh, so Emily, if you're out there and you ever listen to this, get in contact with us and we'll give you a little thank you because you, you saved us. She filtered water for us and gave us these little tablets and we set up camp. Then the Hetch Hetchy journey was not over yet because... We had to figure, we had a three-day backpacking trip planned, but we basically only got about seven miles into it. So we decided we were going to turn around and go out the next day. Yeah, it was a fun time overall, but at Hetch Hetchy, at that time of the year, it was the worst mosquitoes that both Aaron and I had ever experienced. And Aaron's from Mississippi Delta. Yeah. So that (laughs) should tell you something about how bad it was. It's in perspective. (laughs) It was terrible. You know, I've never, I've never experienced uh, living in like Vermont, Massachusetts and stuff. You have black flies and, you know, gnats and mosquitoes and a bunch of stuff like that. They're kind of everywhere you go, but this was unrelenting, just attacking. So we were pretty dehydrated, miserable, and then left and went backpacking other places. And, you know, we just had a really good time until we, uh, we got to see you all. We did a uh, a multi-night backpack instead after buying new water filters. And we did a loop around Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon National Park. And there's a wilderness, which is the Janine Wilderness. Oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Jenny Lakes, maybe. Anyway, just go hiking there. It's it's fantastic. It's a really great place for anybody. And so that was the majority of our vacation. It was, it was really fun. Now, did you guys wind up doing anything after? I know you had COVID and you weren't feeling great, but was there anything you did after on your way back from Vegas? No, not really. I I mean, I still was feeling kind of like crap. We were going to do some overnight backpacking um, somewhere on the way back, probably in Idaho, because there was a spot called McCall, Idaho. supposed to be really pretty. It actually was. We drove through there and we were going to do some overnight backpacking or rafting because they have a bunch of rivers and rafting companies. But unfortunately, we're not able to do that because I... You know, I was dying. So, and Aaron <laughs> at that point started to feel bad too. I experienced something really weird, and I don't know if Tommy felt this at all, but I had COVID. It was past the time, the, the five days on our flight back, and I wore a mask, but I was in a really hot plane from Dallas back out. And the whole time I was wearing a mask, I started to get really claustrophobic and just wanted to get off the plane. It was so stagnant and hot in that plane. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was it was not a great experience for me. So as soon as we got off the plane and Aaron's like, okay, we got to go over here. I was like, no, I can't. And then I just like ran into a corner and took my mask off to breathe. And it was like all the claustrophobia finally left me. But I never had a problem wearing a mask up until that time. And then all of a sudden it was like hurting me to wear it. But obviously just for caution, I didn't want to spread it, even if the, the five days wasn't enough. But yeah, it was an interesting experience. I don't know if anybody else has ever had a, something like that. I had on my way home from work last week, I think, to put in perspective, I sit in traffic in D.C. and there's a lot of people walking around and all the cars, you know, all their windows open. So I'm wearing a mask while I'm sitting there. And I was listening to something on the radio and I don't remember what it was, but whatever I heard just kind of 
triggered me in a weird way and I felt like I couldn't breathe because I wanted to respond to it and like my mask all of a sudden out of nowhere just felt suffocating and I mean I wear masks all the time and without issue and I actually had to like intentionally tell myself calm down just breathe you're fine there's nothing wrong I wound up rolling up the windows and just kind of breathing for a minute but yeah it was really weird I that was the only time that that's ever happened to me so interesting it's fascinating how your mind can almost turn on you like that when you never have a case of claustrophobia and all of a sudden you know your body just goes into weird panic mode and you're like what is happening right now am i Mm -hmm. dying this i'm probably dying part of it could have been the traffic too like just feeling trapped in the traffic it's soul crushing some days The, the specific flight that we were on got held up on the runway for some reason they needed a logbook for maintenance to be checked so it was about a half hour of sitting there well first of all uh, our connecting flight left about an hour late so we had to run to get to our flight and we got there just with like two minutes to spare sat down in our seats and then sat on the runway with the sun on our side for like 30 minutes so that was hard because you know i don't have any energy and we're running through an airport (laughs) I finally get to a spot. I'm really hot and sweaty. I've got the mask on. I had to pee, but like did just held it in. Get to the plane. You know, you sit in the runway. It happens. It's fine. But the combination of all that. Oh, and then it was hot mm. too. I think in Dallas yeah. it was like 102 or something crazy Ugh. already. And when all that happens together, it's it uh, it definitely triggered something. The one thing I was really upset by is when we were getting off the plane. And I walked through the first class section. The AC was blaring in there. It was like freezing. And I'm just assuming that the rest of the plane didn't get it because the first class section got like the best AC and the rest of the plane got barely any air. And so I just got, that sucks. I was like, I got to get this mask off and get in the corner for a second. Then I calmed down. It was fine. (laughs) Missy officiated our wedding. So that was fun. We had to obviously social distance. And I was the only one really wearing a, uh, a mask in the crowd. They were pretty far away, 10, 15 feet for everybody, except for Aaron and I who were holding the hands and stuff. And it was outside as well. Yeah, yeah, it was outside. Yeah. It was beautiful out, you know, 70 degrees for almost the entire weekend, sunny. Yeah, we got really lucky. Yeah. I think it only really rained like the last day that we were there. And it wasn't even that much. It was just like sprinkling a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, it was, it was yeah, it was gorgeous weather all weekend. We had to, because our first flight out of Asheville was delayed, we had to actually take an Uber just to go about a half mile, three quarters of a mile away, which for me is walking is nothing. I do that all the time. Mm. It's great. But I had just no energy to do it. And it was slightly uphill. And then I forgot Dramamine, which I pretty desperately need on flights for some reason. Yeah. So we had to walk to a Target across the street. And then we decided to walk back to the airport. And it was overall about a mile from walking from our restaurant to Target, and then to the airport. And I was completely drained after that. Mm. It's a fun experience. So. Yeah. <laughs> At least One it will for all the be books. Yeah. yeah. I forgot to have Liam and I take Dramamine before we got on our flight home. And of course, we had chugged down all the water as we're going through security. And I don't remember until we are on the plane sitting on the runway just waiting to leave and as we're sitting you know the plane is rocking and bobbing and i'm going oh god i'm gonna be so sick i was getting so dizzy and just panicking because i'd forgotten to take it so i'm like 
tearing apart my briefcase because I knew somewhere in there from a previous flight there was chewable <laughs> Dramamine, like children's <laughs> Dramamine, because I remember forgetting to buy it one time and like running around the airport trying to find some, and that was all I could find. And we didn't have anything to drink, so I'm like, all right, the chewable's it, and it was so rank and bitter and nasty, but man, <laughs> we chewed that crap down, and takeoff was still pretty rough, but thankfully, like, 20 minutes in it started kicking in, but oh, man, it was pretty bad. I would rather have taken off without it in my system than sitting on that runway, because we had to sit for, I don't know, like half an hour or something. That, to me, is the biggest problem. If I'm looking out the window, and I can see mm -hmm. the ground or, you know, just adjust my spatial perception in general of where the plane's going, then I'm mm -hmm. usually okay. But sitting on the runway for some reason is always the thing of that bouncing back bombing. and forth and you oh. can't see what's going on. And that the is what worst. always gets me. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Well, for me, just being a passenger in a vehicle makes me sick. So like being stuck on that big old plane. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And I like to fly. Yeah. So. As long as I've got that stuff in my system, I'm good. And then our, our flight didn't give us any drink service, like no beverage service the entire flight. And I'm like, I just want some water. I just want to take more drugs. But no. <laughs> What's your preferred seating on a plane, everybody? Window, for sure. I, everything you described, I have to be able to see outside. Otherwise, no, it doesn't work <laughs> for me. I don't like roller coasters either, so it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I like sitting inside the plane, preferably, but that's just like <laughs> oh. this person. But if I have to sit on the wing, I guess. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, I've flown a few times, and I'm so I think out of everybody here, I get the least motion sickness. I love mm -hmm. roller roller coasters. I can sit in the very back of a car. I can ride a train, whatever. I don't get seasick um, unless I've been drinking. <laughs> but I have because everybody else gets sick. On planes, I usually when I do fly, I do take Dramamine, even though I don't know if I need it or not. But I'm just like, man, might as well. <laughs> you're just you so used to everyone like, make sure you take some that you're like, yes. I have to. Yeah. You're like, all right, I guess so. So yeah, I definitely take it uh, when I go flying. Not that I go flying a lot, but I honestly, I like sitting next to a window, not because I need to like feel it. I'm just like, look at the clouds, they're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fun watching everything go by. But I don't really. I mean, I don't care where I sit, wherever. I, I think I'd, I've never been on a plane where it's a three-seater across, so I feel like I'd hate to be in a middle seat just because then I would feel Middle seat is in. the best because you have the most power in that seat. You can make yeah. both people next to you feel uncomfortable at the same time. <laughs> you can also take <laughs> both armrests because people are like, oh, yeah, they're in the middle. So I always sit in the window because being a bigger gal, the way that the plane shape kind of bows out, being at the window gives a little bit more room for my hips, my big old baby making hips. Oh, I gotta say it like that. <laughs> oh, my hips are wide enough to push a child through. So, <laughs> and you did good job. And Lizzie. I did. <laughs> no, my hips are just so wide that having that little bit of extra space there between the seat and the vacuum or non vacuum of air it is just better. It's more comfortable. So. You ever got you ever sit near like the exit and you're like, man, I really just want to pull that right now. I know I should. No, I will never let myself sit near the exit <laughs> because the call of the void is very strong with me. Like I don't put myself in that temptation. 
It's probably something you should never say out loud if you're going to go on a plane. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so. It's just like if you're next to a cliff and you're like, I really want to walk off this cliff right now because I just want to see what would happen. But I also know what will happen. Yeah. So I don't want to. I'm not going to do it. That's why I don't go near the edge of so many things. <laughs> that stove looks pretty hot. I should probably touch it just in right? case. Uh, the stove I, I do to touch. Cool the I'm stove like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> cool it with my melting flesh. Ah, um, I will say the cool thing about this weekend was being like in the mountains the whole time, like just going mm. for a oh. walk. Just like, oh, yep, there's a mountain right next to us. Like, I just thought that that was so cool, especially growing up where we did. We grew up near the water, but we didn't grow up near mountains, even though Maryland did have mountains, but we did not grow up near them. So just being able to take like a 10 minute drive and okay now we're up a mountain look at all these beautiful sights like that was so incredible yeah and when they took wedding pictures they took them on the side of the one of the mountains and blue ridge parkway blue, it was great. blue ridge parkway yeah it it was so gorgeous and i got a bunch of shots that are just so pretty and then tommy and i were both like oh we got to bring nana up for sure up here she will love it so mm -hmm. and dad actually came with us and he had a great time too even though we went for some hikes while we were there and he just kind of did his own thing while we were hiking but he still had a really good time too he found the nearest person to talk to and then talked to everyone yeah. uh, by the end of it he knew every car parked their names <laughs> their <laughs> occupation yeah, yeah. That's so he enjoyed perfect. himself and they all knew about us too because it's a yeah. two-way conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came out. Uh, Dad was talking to one of the people on staff there. The forest um, service employee. Yes, that's the right. <laughs> thank you. Forest service employee. And I, I came out and this person, she immediately was like, are, are you the one studying trees? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Dad has had a full, <laughs> full conversation with this person already. <laughs> uh, I found it really he funny. He just know, like, I wait, chuckled. my father's been here, hasn't he? Yep. <laughs> I knew immediately. Uh, well, it was cool because we, there was, it was supposed to be a, I think it was like pedestrian hike or pedestrian trail is what they call it. So you could have like a nice overlook at like the top of the mountain. And it was definitely tough. Like at first it's kind of paved when you walk up and then it turns to grass and gravel and, and rock stairs and stuff. But mom did pretty well. She didn't go all the way up. She went, we went about halfway up and then I tried to go up with the boys and realized, nope, not working. I'm going to hang out with Nana. <laughs> so mom and I hung out while uh, Tommy and Liam went all the way up to the top, but it was still really pretty. And I was really proud of her. I thought, you know, she did such a good job and she seemed like she had a lot of fun. So took some pictures of her and, and with her so that, you know, she's got some memories of like, look what I did. <laughs> Didn't you guys take pictures for people? Oh, Yeah. So it was like, so the one lookout point that we had, which I think was like the, it was like the midway point between the very top and the, where everybody was parked. There was like this outcropping there and had, you had like a little stone wall and you could rest. 
And everybody came up and they wanted to take pictures and they were taking selfies and stuff. I was like, you want me to take your picture? And they're like, oh my gosh, yes, thank you so much. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I was taking pictures. And then as I was taking pictures, someone else was like, oh, can you take my picture? And I just wound up being there. And as people were walking up, I'm like, I can take your picture. I can take your picture. So I was just like everybody's photo- photographer. And there was a group of like 30 ladies or something like that who it were was all, insane. it was crazy. Mm. And they're like, oh, could you take my picture? I was like, yeah. So I was doing angles they're like you're you're doing like professional stuff i was like i just i'm just taking a picture on a phone it's not a professional i just happen to do multiple angles so that and take multiple pictures because i think a lot of times when people are like can you take my picture a lot of per- people just click once and they're like here's your phone back and i'm like no no no, i don't trust my skills i need to take multiple so you guys have oh, at yeah. least a good picture in there but yeah i wound up being everyone's like photographer so that was fun i i pulled a dad card and was talking to people and <laughs> being social gross i know i know i was dying in a bed it was great <laughs> but yeah it, it was just really nice and it was so beautiful up there and just the weather was perfect so that you know we weren't like sweating our butts off and it was so nice yeah it was really cool how how was it from the very top since you and liam were the well, only ones i got to see it you guys were just talking about how you can't go near the edge of anything or you can't press any like button if you're near it. That's exactly what Liam and I did. Any button we pressed, we any button that was there, we pressed. Any cliff that there was there, we were sticking our head straight off the cliff. <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I hate heights as well, but I do have a fascination of heights. Like I can't I can't help myself. Like I have to look over the edge. And there were so many points like whilst climbing up there where it was like, oh, look over this edge, look over that edge, look over this edge. So it was was very, very enjoyable time. We got to the top and I was, I said out loud, I was like, oh yeah, this climb was 100% worth it. And Liam says to me, he says, I think your and I's definition of worth it are different. And I was like, damn. (laughs) He takes it out of everything. What else did you say, Liam? You said something like, um, I was like, oh, man, the mountains we're surrounded by are beautiful. And you said, yeah, they could be taller. I think that's what you said. <laughs> I was like, why? Was I wrong? <laughs> so there you could go. be. Well, I think we were talking like if you climbed the highest peak of the tallest mountain, you would still be like, yeah, the view would probably be better from space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liam. Uh, that's a good old boy. I will say, everybody looked very sharp for the wedding, though. You guys look, the boys, you guys brought oh, it. You looked fantastic. Look amazing. Yeah. At some point, got- we'll, we'll get some photos up on the website so you can see what we looked like. Tommy, you, get, you should talk about your and Liam's journey to getting your outfits. If you oh want, God. we can skip that. I mean, just thinking about it right now, I want ice cream because I'm so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam's very, very particular with his clothes. And... I was not particular, bro. I couldn't find the pants that fit. <laughs> what do you mean something that fits? That's being particular now. That's what it's like in this country. You're just like, oh, if it don't fit, then ooh, ooh, you have to get it. It has to be particular if you don't fit. That's what you sound like right now. That's what I thought. <laughs> 
I was talking about the vest portion, trying to pick vests and the, the colors of the vests and I the didn't shirts. Say, I didn't say a shirt. single thing. I just let him go rant about pants. So that was really entertaining. Because that was most of our journey, pants. No, it was you not. couldn't find pants. Uh, yes, the longest journey was finding pants. Physical We found journey. it the day before of the wedding. That is true. We found pants. When did you all yeah. start looking for clothes? Um, oh my god, like off, off. <laughs> three weeks before the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it was again. like every night you're like, what about this and this? And Leo's like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't I couldn't well, because give the, couldn't I couldn't give the vests to Liam and be like, here, you do this search. I had to stream it over Discord through <laughs> Amazon in my browser and be like, Liam, this? And you're like uh, okay what about this uh, what about this click on that yeah i don't like that color next uh, this uh no this no what about this oh it doesn't come in the right size okay next <laughs> like it was terrible so i blame you no, honestly it didn't it wasn't that bad i think it was it was okay because <laughs> for you the, you were the one purchasing it, it. <laughs> the we got it and yeah, it was, everything's fine <sighs> well, like you and Aaron look very pretty. You guys were so beautiful you guys together. Yeah, Amazing. she was. She was very, very beautiful. Aaron she was had the beautiful. luckiest luck with a wedding dress ever. She was gonna make her own. She went thrift store shopping with her mom and found a wedding dress. And she's like, "Oh, I could definitely use the fabric out of that." So she bought it for ten dollars. Still, the tag on it was like a thirteen hundred dollar wedding dress. And she got home and her mom's like, just try it on. You never know if it's going to fit. Like, it's about your size. And she was, Aaron was like, okay, it's fine. She tried it on and she's like, oh my God, this fits great. It made her look like a princess. You know, that's yeah. what she wanted, like the big fluffiness to it. She was just going to originally use that fabric. So she got a wedding dress for $10 without trying to get one. She just found it by accident. And yeah. every, like, yeah. I had to spend so long trying to find my thrown together suit so <laughs> she made fun of me and i was like i don't need to wear anything i'll wear pajamas it's totally fine but no i had to take nice pictures with her so well i'm very <laughs> glad because i mean even though you got covid you made the best of it and instead of kissing you fist bumped and mm. i loved that so much that was so cute <laughs> that was cute <laughs> i honestly don't remember so <laughs> so when you tested positive that morning i was like i might need to tweak this so i pulled up like i had typed up your the ceremony i pulled up i'm like well there will be no kissing let me just get rid of that and so i was like okay what do we do fist bump that what that's what they do at work perfect so i said you may now fist bump your wife or something like that <laughs> it, it was it was just so perfect the way you guys did it you didn't you didn't do it like yeah you like slowly went you through each other's fists you're like okay yeah. sure it was like a, a formal fist bump yeah. i don't know how yeah, you pulled really it off was. but you did don't remember a lot about it all i remember is feeling bad and then when we were going to go take pictures like Erin wanted two things for the wedding. She wanted to take pictures with her looking really good and me looking okay. And <laughs> she wanted a cake. And we had the cake. And it was to the point where it was like, well, we should just go take the wedding pictures. And I felt like crap, but I did not want to let her down. I knew the weather was going to be perfect. So we just went up and I sucked it up for 
I don't know, how long was it? Like 30 minutes of picture taking. And uh, like you, all the pictures, you well. can see my face is like a beet red because of all like the mm. coughing and bad feeling that I had. But mm. I think it'll be fine. It'll turn I, out okay. I think you did a pretty good job of hiding the fact that you were about to die. Yeah. So, yeah. It was good. You did good. Hey, guys, we're so cute together. Well, I wouldn't say cute, but they were cool together. Oh, Aaron okay. was so cute. <laughs> yes. Aaron was adorable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up, Mike. Mike. You look so sharp. You looked very sharp and handsome. Shut up. Uh, well, I love the adventures of your your little vest. You're like, uh-oh, <laughs> there goes another button. Yeah. <laughs> like you would say it out loud, everyone. It was perfect. So, yeah, shopping for a vest. I, all I wanted was the three-piece suit, and we couldn't find anything that was even remotely affordable for it. So I was like, forget it. I'll just get a vest. Went around to a bunch of different stores, did not find anything that looked good or fit. And some stores we felt kind of uncomfortable because they seemed very pushy about, oh, you need to get this and you need to get that. And then we assumed they were on commission or something. That sucks. And we finally go to this one store. We find a vest. Aaron's like, I like that vest. You should get it. I was like, perfect. They measured me. They ordered the vest. It took like two and a half weeks of calling them to even see if it was something that they were going to be able to get. So a week before the we were going to leave for our honeymoon, they ordered in a vest and it was just a little bit too tight. It was obviously not the right size for me, but I was like, whatever, I'm going to lose weight for hiking. So maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> and then I put the vest on and it was a little tight, wasn't too broad, but then I dropped the wedding ring on the floor in the house we rented and I went to pick it up, like up off the ground and boom, like a button just shot right off. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh I was like, let's go ahead and sew this back on. And then I realized, no, 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 the button broke. It is. There's oh, no, no, there's no sewing that it, it like completely snapped. And then mm, in my dazed state, that. I sat down, I think again with the vest on <laughs> and then another button went, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, Oh, okay. But, I never heard this. Yeah. So I lost two I was buttons. right there with the second button hit. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh no. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't like a, oh God. It was just a simple, oh no. Just a <laughs> like, kind of like concerned, just... defeated sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, we spent so much time and energy just trying to get me something that looked okay. And we finally <laughs> got it and it broke. And I was like, I don't care. I'm dying. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, let's get this wedding done. Mm. It was a fun time though. It was fun. It was definitely fun. One of the things we did while we were there is we took, or I took Amy, Tommy, and Liam out to a shooting range. You know, I know that guns can be a hot subject for people. I think it's a skill that everybody should at least learn just in case there is a major collapse someday and you want to defend yourself. You don't need to own a gun, but it is a skill that I think that you should, you know, have. And, you know, we just had some pistols and we, we shot them. I have shot pistols before and Amy and Tommy and Liam all shot them for the first time. And uh, they all did pretty well. At least, you know, I thought, um, how was it for you guys? I'll just start and say I didn't like it, but I think I didn't like it because I was starting to feel the effects of COVID and I was already just like nauseous and weak and sweaty so the, the uh, moment I pulled the trigger, I was like, I don't trust myself with this thing right now at all. So I, I shot twice and I was like, I think I'm going to go sit in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> and that was basically what I did the entire time. So I, I had a worse experience, but I, 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 well, I want to try it again because I don't know how it would turn out when I'm, you know, fully healthy. So 
I, I think you did a, a wise choice. If you ever feel uncomfortable, you don't push yourself with something like that. You know, we spent a very long time yeah. discussing proper operation and safety protocols. And, yeah. you know, I was extremely strict with it. And everybody did a really great job not messing around with that. Yeah, it was almost intimidating having such like an intense item at your disposal and being like, oh, okay, don't screw up. Remember all the things. Don't point it at anything that you can hurt. And, and Mike, I think you did such a great job instructing us of like how to hold it, how to be mindful of where you're holding it or where you're placing it. You were such a wonderful teacher because you were very patient with us as well. And the only gun I shot ever in my life was a BB gun. And I was like eight years old. And I remember not liking it, but because it, it was really loud and I couldn't, I needed glasses. so I couldn't see the target. So I was just like, I shot a few. I was like, okay, I'm done. And that was when we all went camping like forever ago. So this was, I guess, my first real like gun experience. It, slight interjection. I, the BB gun wasn't loud, but we were camping as kids and we went to a shooting range and there was people with actual guns. Oh, yes, loud. true. Yes. yes, absolutely. Also, it was a pump action pellet gun. And BB. Well, okay, never mind. Apparently, I don't remember anything. <laughs> it was- well, it was a pump action, and we were shooting pellets, not BBs. But yeah, you can, I think, shoot BBs. Yeah, it was, it was a multi. This shows you my knowledge of guns. <laughs> well, it was just so long ago. Yeah, oh, well, that yep. too. But I, I remember not really enjoying it. So I actually didn't. I didn't want to shoot the gun, but I was like, I want to spend time with you guys. And it's an experience I want to try. So why not? And I actually enjoyed myself. I It was way different than I thought it was. And it's very, it is very intense holding something that is so powerful and like literally feeling the power of it and hearing. I mean, it was so loud, even with earplugs in. But it was still an enjoyable time getting to to hang out with you guys and and try you know new things. I don't know that I'd ever own a gun personally, but I wouldn't mind going to a shooting range and trying out you know something different. Yeah, I think that's another thing is if you don't ever feel comfortable with the idea of owning a gun, don't own a gun. If you don't feel comfortable yeah. with the idea of picking one up, don't pick one up. You know, safety first with it. And you all did really good with it. Amy actually got pretty decent with her shots near the end too. Man, we we hair flip. We did. Uh, I think Thank it you. was like seven <laughs> yards and then twenty five yards. I was, was not good at the twenty five yards. Different ones. Uh, the 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 very last magazine that Amy shot, she did pretty decent at the the twenty five yards. And it was only us at the range, which was really great. So we could spend a lot of time. Yeah, it was great. Concentrating and making sure that we we did it. Yeah. safe and secure. Well, and we could spread out too, which was nice. Yeah. Since they had the different stations on a lot of the, like the 25, and I think you said it was 100 yeah, yards. Yeah, it was a 7, 25, and 100. Which we didn't do the 100 yard one, but the, at least the 25 yard one was underneath some cover. So when it did start getting really hot, we kind of were able to get some nice shade, which was nice because we didn't have to intrude on anybody else. I forget what you called it, but it was the very last kind of rounds that we were shooting where we did like the rapid fire where it was all the different targets and you had to try to shoot in each target over and over again until the yeah, magazine so was th- in. The way that we shot is that we, we all did one specific target focused on technique by far and make sure that you got a little bit more comfortable with the firearm before you actually started to do anything. And then the very last couple magazines that we had, we did a moving target. So we set up like six different targets and went from one to the other to the other. You basically would acquire the target and then go to the next one and and go to the next one. 
And it's just a different challenge for shooting to try and figure out, okay, am I on target when I move? You know, how does it change? So it was a, it was pretty good too. Stay on target. Yeah. Liam, how'd you feel about it? I came in knowing I was going to have fun and I came out having a lot of fun. There we go. Yeah. Liam was also, (laughs) uh, both Amy and Liam, as to be expected of anybody, when you start shooting, you're usually pretty off target and they learned very quickly and they got much, much better at handling everything. And you could tell that there was a real, you know, reverence for what they were doing without it being some sort of toy. It was a it was a fun time. It was something that I've wanted to do with the family. I, I'm not a gun nut. I, I think that there needs to be a lot of restrictions and regulations around guns. They are very dangerous. But I also do think that it is something that it's a skill that you should learn if you get the chance. Because as much as we would like to believe that our world is never going to interact with them, I would much rather have that skill if the interaction actually comes about than not being able to to do it yeah just you never know what's going to happen in life yeah what kind of situation you're going to be in where guns could be present and it's always like with any other tool if you have an opportunity to learn how to handle a tool it's better to just learn it than to not know yeah yeah i think being proper teaching licensing training Mm -hmm. and not everybody needs to own a gun in fact I, Mm -hmm. i kind of believe the exact opposite but again I think it's a skill that's pretty important to have in case you ever need it. I will say one of my favorite times throughout the whole wedding time, whatever, was when we went to Asheville and we went to that Indian restaurant and then we all walked around Mm. and had ice cream afterwards. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Asheville is so pretty and just getting to like hang out and walk around in the city with you guys, I think was really, really nice. And yeah, it was just, it was just a really fun time. And that, the Indian restaurant was so delicious. It was oh my so, gosh, it was so, so good. good. It was so good. That, Liam, that, I think, was raving about it like the whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, man, I want that Indian food again. <laughs> a week later, my boss took our office out for Indian food right around the corner from where I work. And it's a very posh, fancy, high-end Indian food restaurant. And it was really good. Don't get me wrong. But I was looking at the menu, I'm like, it's not the same. (laughs) And (laughs) even though the food was good, man, that place you guys took us was just the best Indian food I've ever had. And having had one more, I can still say that. (laughs) So we will will give a shout out to uh, Chai Pani in Asheville. They are the restaurant. It's Indian street food, and it is fantastic. If you're ever in that area, you should go to them. It's always busy. It's always great food. I've been there several times now. It's one of my favorite spots to visit in Nashville. Officially 1L2N recommended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not <laughs> sponsored. In fact, we had to pay to go there. So, <laughs> And we would pay again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So good. Uh, I, I kind of want to take another vacation there with all of us and just hang out in Nashville. Like, I feel like Asheville's there's great. so much to do in Nashville that we didn't get to check yeah. out or do. It that seems like such a chill little town. Yeah. It is. And of course, I want to go to the Biltmore, but just because I didn't even know about it until Tommy was like, yeah, did you know? And I was like, now I want to know everything. <laughs> I just want to go to the Biltmore, the garden area. Yeah, I want to go to the I'll explore gardens. that for hours. That sounds awesome. But we didn't do next time, next vacation. That's all we'll we do. We get tickets for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to get tickets, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Tommy, uh, you know where we went hiking, right? 
where like you and you like and Aaron and this I, trip. Yeah. Yes. That was part of the Biltmore estate. At, yeah. It's ridiculous. Point. It it, the, oh, it's, it was so massive. Uh, such a stupid an American capitalist thing to happen, <laughs> but. And also, that's the the spot where uh, forestry in America started. Oh, oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. So I guess there's something kind of cool about it. Your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Any last thoughts from vacation? Any favorite moments? Honorable mentions. If you're gonna go to Las Vegas, <laughs> bring somebody that wants to walk around and see this stuff. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Mm. All right. Yeah, here here's an actual thing. If you do go to Las Vegas, highly recommend Omega Mart. It's a wonderful attraction. It's funny. Go there at 10 a.m. before there's a bunch of people there. Missy, what do you recommend from Vegas? <laughs> I can tell you if you go about two blocks over from the strip, there's a nice little street called Maryland Avenue. And there is a Thai restaurant there that will blow your mind. Oh, I was not expecting that go. recommendation at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's one other quick story because I forgot about this. We were we were in Vegas, and Aaron and I have not been at a fancy restaurant together ever. Like oh, yeah. separately, we have been, but we did, and we planned our trip around going to uh, one restaurant, and it it was a French cuisine. It was called it was a modern mm-hmm. French, I guess, and it was basically tapas. It was you choose the number of courses you're getting, and that's all you get to choose. So we got a seven course meal, and it came out on like a whole bunch of different plates, and it was so fantastic and wonderful. The service was excellent. I would highly recommend it. And the restaurant, I believe, is called Partage or Partage. I am not French, and I can barely speak English, so (laughs) it is not on the strip. It is a. It was just a fantastic dining experience, and the food was excellent. So again, I recommend for free. Congratulations! I paid to recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honorable mention moment for me at this weekend shindig. Sitting at my computer doing work, bummed out. Everyone's coming in and saying hi and doing hugs, and I'm just like type 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 type. And Doc comes over, I think, and says oh you should go say hi to you know families coming in and somebody says something about uncle john and i was like uncle was it you amy yeah it was me uncle john what what i didn't know that uncle john and sheila were coming and i haven't seen them in years and i adore them and i turn around and they're there and i almost cried I was Aww. so excited. It was just such a great surprise. I run over and hug them. And then I run back to work. I love all of my aunts and uncles. The ones who were there, I get to see every time I come down to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I knew they were coming, but I had no idea the other ones were coming. And I was bummed because another aunt and uncle weren't going to be able to come because it was the same day as another family event for them. And so I was kind of bummed that, you know, other family couldn't come, but then they got replaced by somebody. And so that was just ah, such an exciting moment. I love all of my family. It's just, e- I like everywhere we too, went. So. <laughs> everywhere we went, uncle John and aunt Sheila were like a half an hour to hour behind us. Yeah. And they'd pop up and be like, Hey, we know those people. Yeah. Hey, we know these people. It was wonderful. I love them so much. They're, They're so great. much fun. They They're really are. Really fun. Liam, any honorable mentions? It was pretty fun. <laughs> it was. One more honorable mention for food. 
because that's mm-hmm. Aaron and I planned our vacation around food. If you ever yeah. go to Waynesville, North Carolina, Birchwood Hall is a fantastic oh, restaurant. Yeah. Disclaimer, I did used to work there and we planned our wedding meal around eating there again because that's how <laughs> good this food is. Shout out to Nick, one of the co-owners and head chefs. Just a genius. Go to Birchwood Hall if you get a chance. Uh, great people, great food. We also oh, want to thank them for stuff. being so helpful and accommodating when yeah. the day of we had to completely change what was happening due to our little COVID friend over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we could no longer go into the restaurant and they just made everything work so that we could order food and pick it up for 18 different people. Uh, and the food was still freaking fantastic. If that was some of the best food I ever had and it was takeout, then you know, if you were there having it, oh my goodness. Mm. Whew. Yeah. So there you go. If you ever are in Asheville, Waynesville, or Las Vegas, you now have four <laughs> recommendations for restaurants. <laughs> okay, honorable, honorable mention, Jack in the Box ice cream shop was also really delicious. They make no, their own no. waffle cones. Not Jack, Jack in the Box. Jack, Jack the Dipper. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Jack honorable mention, Jack the Dipper ice cream shop. <laughs> they make their own like waffle cones. And we had cinnamon waffle cones. And they were so good. So fantastic. So there, there's another one. I think it was in Waynesville. Who knows? And we're Gilgan, so all of our events are planned around food. Yeah. Yep. Well, specifically Erin, so now being officially a Gilgan. Yeah. She she can eat. Boy, she can eat. So <laughs> well, welcome to the family, Erin. Here's some cake. <laughs> yeah. All that cake. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, the cake was so big. <laughs> yeah, that too. All right, let's wrap this up. First of all, calling thank it you, Liam. everybody. For what? So, sorry, I was going to say calling it. It's going to be Liam. <laughs> I have another honorable mention. All right, honorable mention. Go ahead. Food. Mom, <laughs> our mother does wedding cakes. So she had already made the actual cake part and frozen it because you assemble it while it's still frozen. It works better. So she froze it. She brought all of the icing and decor and stuff that she was doing, right? And she's assembling it in the kitchen on this really long island counter. And there's a little like table with some chairs on the other side. And as she's putting this thing together, more and more people start sitting at this table (laughs) and then bringing in chairs. And before you know it, she has an entire audience watching this happen. And they're asking questions and they want to try the icing. And it's hilarious. And we started making jokes about like selling tickets to the event. And now which seat gets me what access to this cake? And <laughs> it was so much fun watching all of these adults who are like my elders acting like children around a cake. It was just <laughs> hilarious. Well, that's really cute. And mom had a whole mom wasn't bored or by herself. She had a whole audience there and she got to like tell them what she's doing. And that's my really grandmother's cool. there, who's the one that got my mom into cake decorating in the first place. And so they're talking about their experiences. And ah, oh, it was great. It was so fun. That's so sweet. Literally, because it was cake. Yeah. Ah. Oh my Anyways. gosh. The icing, so good. The so icing good. was really good. The it whole was, thing was delicious. Almond cream cheese icing. Oh. Stop. Stop talking. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have dessert soon. Don't you worry. Anyways, I think that's time for wrapping things up. One more honorable mention. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Mike. 
on getting married to the same woman for the second time without getting divorced. There you go. Uh, And that was an option. You still kept her. She still wanted to go through with the marriage, even though she was already married to you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. Now we're really wrapping things up. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to our shenanigans today, for catching up with us. How has your guys' month been? What have you been up to? Let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. We are 1L2N Productions. And let us know if you've ever been to Asheville or Waynesville or do you like mountains or beaches? Like, what's what's going on with you? Like, we want to know. Let us know. Do you have any crazy wedding stories or just a yeah. really sweet wedding story that you want to share? We would genuinely love to hear about it. We absolutely would. And if you like what we're doing and you want to help show your support, you can head on over to our Patreon. And the last word of the day goes to... <laughs> it's brand new dice. Okay. Literally, I just got just these say dice who it today. Is. It's Liam. <laughs> Take <laughs> it away. It. Don't let your girlfriend stop you from finding your wife. <laughs>